Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your early Monday morning slash late Sunday night. I'll tell you what, Super Wild Card Weekend has been freaking beautiful. It has been a lovely amount of ball over here. Now, I wasn't the only one who thought Sunday might be a little, eh, a little light on drama. Yeah, the Bills, huge favorites. They were actually the biggest favorite of wild card weekend history in the wild card round. The bills were the biggest favorite ever against the dolphins. I'm a diehard dolphins fan going into that. I'm like, eh, is there going to be drama? I don't know. The nightcap, you have the backup quarterback, Tyler Huntley in there for Baltimore. Is that going to be good? I don't All three games on Sunday were nail biters. It was tremendous. It was great. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, so a theme of Super Wildcard Weekend, which, by the way, a quick reminder, not over yet. Not over yet. We still have Dallas and Tampa on Monday night. The great way to wrap up the weekend. But we look at Sunday and, and dip our big toe in the waters of Saturday as well. I'll get knee deep into the Saturday games as we go on here this early morning. But let's start mainly with Sunday. Let's just stick with 
the theme of the losing teams, which would be huge boo-boos, just gigantic boo-boos at critical moments of these games. So if we start with the nightcap, Bengals beat the Ravens 24-17. The game was tied early in the fourth quarter, 17 apiece. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley, he tried to sneak the ball, tried to sneak his way in there for a touchdown, went high, not quite. Remember Drew Brees years ago where at the one-yard line he'd just kind of jump over and extend the ball and just break the plane of the goal line? That's what Tyler Huntley tried to do. He's just too far away. He's just too far away. Tried to really on Saturday night. Trevor Lawrence, when they went for two, at the one-yard line, just extended the ball over. That's what Tyler Huntley tried to do. Didn't work. Backfired big time. Ball got knocked out of his hands and returned 98 yards for a touchdown by Sam Hubbard. It's crazy. Think about that. The beginning of the fourth quarter, Ravens trying to go in to take a seven-point lead. At worst, they'd have to maybe settle for a field goal or they'd have a chance to go for it on fourth down. Whatever the case... It was a 14-point swing where the Bengals returned at 98 yards for a touchdown. I love after the game, what a quote by the running back, J.K. Dobbins. Ravens running back, he was talking about that goal line fumble, and he said, he should have never been in that situation. I don't get a single carry in the red zone. I didn't get a single carry. He should never have been in that situation. I believe I would have put it in the end zone again. I like the honesty. I like that he's like, hey, 27, call my number. I've got a better chance than our quarterback who isn't 6'6", like Trevor Lawrence, and we're not even at the one-yard line. Like, goodness, what are we doing over here? Then you look to the final drive for the Ravens. They were taking their sweet time. Remember, just flashed in my head. Remember when the Eagles lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl? And they were taking their sweet time. And then it came out later that Donovan McNabb was, was having a hard time catching his breath. And they were just wasting time. It, it felt a little bit like that where the Ravens, it's under two minutes to play. And they keep huddling up. They're huddling and huddling and huddling again. It's the old Chris Berman tick, 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 tick. There's under a minute to play. They call the running play. <laughs> they call the run I think they were just outside the red zone. They call a running plate. They're whistled for holding, and that screwed everything up. So you fast forward, final seconds. They had to throw a Hail Mary. It was fourth and 20. They almost caught it. As badly as they mismanaged the clock down the stretch, they almost caught a deflected Hail Mary for maybe the tying score. The way I thought about it, The way the Ravens managed everything, I understand that they wanted to time it out just perfectly where they score. And if they kick the extra point, Joe Joe Burrow and the Bengals don't have a whole lot of time to kick the go-ahead winning field goal. I don't know if Crazy Pants Harbaugh was thinking about going for two. I actually tossed that out on Twitter where there were about three minutes left. And I'm like, this might be premature. But if the Ravens score a touchdown, I would not be surprised at all if John Harbaugh goes for two over here. They managed the clock as if they were going to do that. We'll never know if they were 
going to go for two or not. I was hoping for the overtime rules to kick in. We'll get into that, the strategy of playoff overtime. Both teams get the ball. Even if the first team scores a touchdown, the other team gets a crack at it. And so I I was just curious what would happen in the first playoff overtime with those tweaked rules. But I wouldn't put, put it past John Harbaugh to go for two had they scored the touchdown. It just bit him in the butt. They were trying to time it out perfectly, and they end up screwing themselves. So the Bengals move on. They'll meet the Bills in the divisional round next week. So the Bills, we look at their game real quickly here. Bills were favored by 14 points. Biggest favorite in the wild card round history. Okay, so you're going in. Like I said, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. I'm going into that game, and I'll be brutally honest with you. I didn't have high hopes. I did not have high hopes for my Finns on Sunday. They were down 17 to nothing. Wait, who had high hopes for a seventh round rookie in Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins at that stage? Not many people. Not many people. And then Josh Allen was like, why don't I just start throwing interceptions over here? Right? Let me throw a deep, nice pick by Xavier Howard. Sort of deflected ball. He's trying to hook up with Cole Beasley. That gets picked off as well. Next thing you know, it's tied up. 17-17. Bills take the lead at the half. You fast forward to the end of the game. Dolphins are facing fourth and one near midfield. Delay of game. Delay of game. What is happening? That was a constant theme throughout the game. And they've got... Again, their seventh-round rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson, who has a couple of starts under his belt, and they were bad. <laughs> they were all bad, right? Let's see. He threw for, I think it was 152 yards, something like that, against the Jets in the previous week. That was like his breakout performance. Everything else was brutal. He had one touchdown, three interceptions, heading in to the wild card game. Not much to write home about, and and then you had to burn timeouts left and right because the clock was about to run out during the second half. It was a slow process getting the play in, getting the play called in the huddle, getting to the line of scrimmage and snapping the ball. And so the Dolphins are out of timeouts. It's fourth and one delay of game. Fourth and six, he's got an open Tyreek Hill, doesn't see him. Throws to his tight end, Gesicki. Incomplete. It is over. Oh, it was just brutal. Just brutal. But to have a delay of game penalty on fourth and one is just a debacle. The head coach, Mike McDaniel, he explained it after the game. They thought it was first and 10. And McDaniel said the officials originally called it first and 10. So they're putting in certain personnel for a first and 10. And then it's like, oh, psych, fourth and one. And so they're they're kind of scrambling around trying to get the right personnel in for it being fourth and one instead of first and 10. So that's what led to it. Uh, you also have, and feel free to check in, 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Highly interactive this morning as I will just be blabbering about ball. Just blah, 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 blah. But you want to get in here, feel free to do so. The Giants beat the Vikings 31-24. Highly entertaining game. As I said, every game on Sunday was great. All these games are nail biters. Shout out to Daniel Jones, who played great. Guy throws for 301 yards. 
He ran the ball. He was half crazy legs Daniel Jones. 17 carries for 78 yards. And then he threw for 301, two touchdowns. Passer ratings 114. Daniel Jones was fantastic. Now the Vikings defense, how, how should I put this? It is awful. The Vikings defense is brutal. But I don't take away anything from Daniel Jones. He played great. Saquon Barkley did his thing as well. He was really good. Only nine carries for 53 yards, but two touchdowns. Made his presence known, catching the ball as well. Five catches for 56 yards. So Saquon and Daniel Jones did their thing. But we fast forward to the end of the game. The theme of the first segment, boo-boos. Boo-boos at the wrong time. The Vikings were facing fourth and eight. What do you dial up on fourth and eight? Well, we could throw it to Justin Jefferson, arguably the best receiver in football. Uh, maybe Thielen's open. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had a day. TJ had 10 catches for 129 yards. So the Vikings are like, bingo, let's go to Hawkinson. The only problem was on fourth and eight, they threw it about two yards to Hawkinson, who got tackled right away. And that's your season. Thanks for stopping by. That is a brutal way for your season to end. It's one thing if you throw a short pass, like one of those little crossing patterns where if it's Justin Jefferson, you throw it four yards, but he's got a legitimate shot to get to the line to gain. You threw a two-yard pass to TJ Hawkinson. He got, <laughs> got tackled right away, and that was it. Your season's over. Brutal. And we saved the best boo-boos for last. The Chargers. Instead of go Chargers, go. It was, oh, Chargers. Oh. They were up 27-0 against Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is throwing interceptions like he's trying to set a new trend. Four first-half interceptions. You get a pick. You get a pick. It's the old Oprah thing. And then... The Jags just slowly start creeping back in. It's 27-7 at halftime. And then give Jacksonville some credit. It's not just a meltdown. It was partially a meltdown from the Chargers. Partially a great comeback from Jacksonville. But they start piecing things together, piecing it together. You get to the end of the game. And a couple of boo-boos over here. Cameron Dicker, the kicker, missed a 40-yarder. That was a big deal. Joey, quote-unquote, Gronk Spike Bosa, just slamming his helmet down. He thought he was held toward the end of the game on a touchdown throw from Lawrence. He Gronk Spikes his helmet. He gets an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And Doug Peterson, I give him credit. I thought he was out of his mind at the time, but it worked, so he's a genius, you know? It's kind of like Sean Payton with the Saints Super Bowl where they go surprise onside to start the second half. It worked, so he's a genius. If it didn't work out, he's a bumbling idiot. Same thing with Doug Peterson. After Joey Gronk spiked his helmet, crazy pants Doug Peterson's like, screw it, let's go for two. They were down by four. And Trevor Lawrence at the one... Just goes, go, go, gadget arm, extends the ball, touchdown. All right, two-point conversion. So they're only down by two. And when Jacksonville gets the ball back, they drive down, kick the winning field goal. It's over. That's your season. But, man, I people want to point the finger at Justin Herbert. Well, I'll give you the Cliffs Notes version here. 
we'll extend our our legs out in a second here, but if you want to blame Brandon Staley, blame Brandon Staley. That dude, you want to talk about idiocy. I don't know what you're doing playing Mike Williams, your wide receiver who's been banged up all year. I don't know what you're doing playing him in a meaningless Week 18 game against the Broncos. There are people that will throw it out there. Well, well, Tampa played their guys. Is Mike Evans as injury-prone as Mike Williams? Or Like, really? You're playing Mike Williams. He had a small fracture in his back against Denver. He didn't play against Jacksonville. If Mike Williams is out there, the Chargers have a much better chance to win that game. It might not have even been close down the stretch like that. So you've got that on Brandon Staley. You've got a 27-0 lead. He specializes on the defensive side of the ball. That's his background. He's a defensive coach. And Jacksonville comes storming back. That's on him. If you want to play the blame game with the Chargers, start with Staley. Then you get to Dicker the kicker. If he makes a 40-yarder, it's a 13-point game. Completely changes the, the last the last quarter there. And then also Joey Bosa. What are you doing? If he doesn't Gronk spike his helmet, you just kick the extra point right there. You've, Jags are down by three. So you play it out the final sequence. If the Jags don't score a touchdown, they're kicking it. You go into overtime. Chargers still have life. So I can't believe there's as much negativity as there is out there about uh, Justin Herbert. I'm not telling you you can't blame him whatsoever, but if you're blaming him before Staley, Dicker the kicker, Joey Bosa, I just don't agree with you. I mean, he was 10 for 19 in the second half. He didn't throw a pick six. He didn't throw multiple interceptions. He didn't fumble a couple of times. Like It's just like, oh, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? But feel free to check in. 877-99 on Fox is your number. Your thoughts on any of the games. We will get to Purdy Palooza, as I am dubbing it, as all these Purdy fanboys. Brock Purdy, he's got game. He's he's the quarterback of the future. You guys are geeks who are just stuck in a moment over here. Good. Let's give you a little reality check on Purdy Palooza this hour. Uh, it is a cool story, man. Don't let anything I say distract from. It is a pretty cool story where he goes from Mr. Irrelevant to not losing a game as the starting quarterback of the 49ers. But good Lord, let's keep things in perspective as we go along here. Feel free to check in. 877-996-6369. Ball is on the menu. Any direction you want to go in, if you're on hold, I will get to you. Um so, yeah, uh, any of those games that you want to weigh in on, feel free to do so. Oh, we will get you some dual radio calls. That's always fun. And uh, I-, I would make a comparison with Brock Purdy to a basketball player of all people. But I-, I think it makes a lot of sense. We'll get to that around the corner. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not 
are idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been still a part on the line. Off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Feel free to check in here. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Just texting one of my buddies, Morozik. Shout out to him. 3K day for my guy. Was crushing the underdogs over here. By the way, uh, we'll get to one of the absolute worst beats of all time at the end of this hour. It, I can't even believe this is a real story. It feels doctored to me. That it actually went down this way. But like I said, at the end of the hour, we will get to that for you. Um, do I be, should I be like a doom and gloom purdy guy right now? I don't know if you, I, I understand it's late night hours. It's more of a party. It's just anything goes, you know, like we're having a fun time. We're letting our hair down, the whole thing, right? Like 
Do I go doom and gloom? I'll I'll postpone the doom and gloom just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. I'll get to this segment because I do think there is a basketball player that uh, is a good comparison with Brock Purdy over here who has played well, has played well for the 49ers as they move on to the divisional round after beating the Seahawks. But uh, I think some people are just going off the deep end with the love for Brock Purdy. It's If you say, that's the thing, I, I'm not the fun police over here. If you're having fun with the story and, hey, look at this guy, Mr. Irrelevant, he's winning games left and right and just set a playoff record for a rookie quarterback. And uh, Okay, fine. That's all well and good. But as soon as I start reading or hearing things like with each pass, Brock Purdy is making the 49ers decisions very uh, easy for the quarterback of the future. <laughs> like, really? Is that what's going on over here? I, I don't know that I'm watching the same thing as far as that goes, but I, I'll get to the comparison with the basketball player here momentarily. Let's get some phone calls in here. Let's get some callers in here. Let me go to Rich in Chicago first off here. Rich, uh, let's talk some ball over here. What's on your mind? Hey, Brian. Uh, I'm a former Kansas City resident, and living in Chicago, we don't get a lot of play with the Chiefs. So I, from time to time, like to call guys like you and get kind of the read on what you think. And it's kind of ironic. I've lived all over the country, but uh, Kansas City was a three-year stop. And that was back in the late 70s when Marv Levy, believe it or not, was the coach. Hmm. And that was the end of the Hank Stram era, but uh, they weren't very good. But, you know, since since the Super Bowl, when they had that big game, I just followed them. And I still follow the Chiefs. But here's my question of you. I was kind of surprised when you said you were a Dolphins fan. You Why is that? Live in, well, you live in Kansas City, right? No, I've, I've never lived in Kansas City. I'm okay, from Indiana. Well, it, it makes no geographical sense. I have no idea, Rich, how I became a Dolphins fan. It just it just happened, you know? <laughs> Growing up, I might have liked the way the helmet looked. My first yeah. guy, you'll remember this guy, was A.J. Dewey. It was before Marino, believe it or not, but it was A.J. Oh, yeah. Dewey was the reason I fell in love with the Dolphins. Well, I shouldn't tell you my age, but let me tell you how far back I go. I went to the University of Florida and grew up in Jacksonville, and the only NFL team at that time were the, were the Dolphins in the 70s when they dominated. So they were kind of the 72, 73 Dolphins were kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers before the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, oh, yeah. everybody kind of followed them. I never was a big fan, even though I went to Florida. Uh, I, I grew up in Jacksonville, and that's what I want to ask you about. These divisional playoffs, Jacksonville to me, and I'm, I'm, I think – Doug Peterson should be up for coach of the year with the, with the roster they have and the way they've played. But here's two things I want to ask you about. Next up are the Jags, and you pointed out they're a nine, nine-point favorite against Jacksonville. And one of the things from being an active uh, wager for years on the NFL, I, I keep track of teams' record against the spread. And the Chiefs are probably the worst or next to worst this year now maybe because they put such a big number against them but a nine-point line with the way they performed against the spread makes Jacksonville kind of I don't think the Jags are going to win but a nine-point spot's a pretty good spot given the Chiefs record against the spread and I want to get your take on that the second question I had was Buffalo Josh Allen is a turnover machine and this isn't just this past game 
I don't know if many people know this, but he leads the NFL in quarterback turnovers. He leads the league with 19. And secondarily, he's the, he's the second-worst guy in the red zone for red zone offense. So if Buffalo squeaks by Cincinnati, and that's I don't think that's going to happen either. Cincinnati's a four-point dog. Uh, the Chiefs are lined up to obviously play a, a team that thinks they can win at any price being down 27 points. That's really one of the wildest games I've ever seen to come back from that after four picks. Lawrence is a threat no matter who they play. And then if you beat them, Buffalo beats the Bengals, I think the Chiefs will crush Buffalo. Yeah, well, hey, listen, man, I appreciate you checking in, Rich. It's one of these deals where, look, let's start first things first because there's a lot to chew on there. It's a big apple. It's a big apple. (laughs) Because I'm going to take a bite of the big apple here. Uh, the Chiefs being favored by nine against Jacksonville. Uh, what he said is true. The Chiefs, they normally lay a big number, and they haven't been the best at covering that number. So, yeah, Jacksonville plus nine, could that work? Yeah, absolutely it could. But um, I, I, I'm always a little, a little suspicious. These teams like the Chiefs, who rested this weekend – and you saw all these close games. I mean, four of the five games we've seen so far, Super Wild Card Weekend, have been nail biters. They've been really close games. And so you might be thinking on the heels of that in a full day on Sunday of nothing but squeakers, you might think, oh, take, take the points, all good. Uh, you know, I, it might work out. It might work out. If I had to lean one way or the other, I'd probably take the points, but I'm not running the, to the betting window to do so, is what I'm telling you. And as far as the Chiefs, if they're able to survive that game, if they're able to beat Jacksonville, which they have a great chance of doing so, pretty interesting what would happen the next round. If the Bengals win, then it's a rematch of last season's AFC Championship game where they the Chiefs got off to a great start. They didn't score the touchdown with Tyreek Hill before halftime, and then the wheels came off the tracks and they lost. Or it would be a matchup against Buffalo at a neutral site in Atlanta. So it's going to be really interesting the way the AFC playoffs are, uh, that picture is shaping up. Uh, but we'll see how that works out after the weekend, no doubt. Let me get out to, let me, well, let's let's work in. Let's get to this first. I, I was giddy about the calls, but we got to get to our guy, Kevin Wyatt, first for the latest. Kevin, what's going on here in the sports world? I know there's a lot. Uh, I'm hoping it's not a 20 minute update because it easily could be right here. Well, I could go 20 minutes. I can go as long as I can go all night if you want. I know you could, man. There's so much stuff. It's crazy. It's been a busy day for sure. And uh, the most recent NFL game to conclude was the night game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Cincinnati winning their ninth straight as they beat the Ravens 24-17, due in large part to a history-making defensive play by Sam Hubbard. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have <laughs> the ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens 40. Nice. The 30. Nice. The 20. Yeah. The 10. The Woo. 5. Touchdown. Bengals. Woo. Tyler Huntley tried to extend the ball over the goal line. It got poked away. Sam Hubbard scooped it up and ran the length of the field for a go ahead. Bengals touchdown. 
That was WLW and the Bengals Radio Network. That was a 98-yard return for a touchdown, the longest fumble return in NFL playoff history. Joe Burrow, for his part, had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. The Giants beat the Vikings on the road, 31-24. Vikings were stopped on a fourth and eight play with under two minutes to go. It was a pass from Kirk Cousins to TJ Hawkinson. Only went for three yards. Kind of a questionable decision, and here's what Kevin O'Connell had to say about that after the game. Looking back on it, you know, maybe could have just been a little bit more, uh, hey, this is kind of where you want the ball to go, but I want Kirk to be able to play. I want him to be free out there to make good decisions. He did all night long, moved our team, stood in there, you know, getting the ball out of his hand in rhythm. It just so happens that that down, you know, we just didn't get enough on the play. That was the first game the Vikings have lost this season that was decided by one score. Daniel Jones, for his part, had an outstanding game. 301 passing yards, 78 rushing yards, and two passing touchdowns. They started off with an absolute thriller. The Dolphins, down to their third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, gave the Bills a run for their money, but would fall just short. 34-31 as Josh Allen had a big day. 352 yards and three touchdowns passing. Final game of the wild card round will take place Monday night. Cowboys travel to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers and in college soup, some shocking news. Alabama forward Darius Miles has been arrested for murder. He and another man were taken into custody to face capital murder charges in relation to a shooting near campus early Sunday morning. University officials have said he is now no longer a part of the team. There were a couple of games featuring ranked teams that took place on Sunday. Sixth-ranked UConn upset by St. John's 85-74. Huskies now just 4-4 four and four in Big East play. Number 12, Xavier edges out. Number 25, Marquette, 80-75 as the Musketeers 7-0 in the Big East. Back to you, Brian. Wow, I wasn't expecting murder. That was, uh, whoa, <laughs> that was a wow right there. Uh, craziness. Uh, feel free to check in. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. Or brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Okay, let's... Yeah, the militia wants to check in here. You know, I can babble all night long, but let's hear from the militia a little bit more. We've got my guy Emmett in Olympia, and he just says he wants to talk about Miami. So I'm all ears, Emmett. What's on your mind, bud? Hello, Brian. No, uh, how you doing? I'm sure Brandon is doing great because uh, he, when, you know, when he's taking my call, he said go Bills. So I'm sure Brandon, the, the Bill fan Brandon, is having a great day today. You know but what? I, I See, hope- I've done Emmett. I've done so many shows with Brandon. And I know he roots for the Padres, and he, he hit me up. He was like, hey, man, sorry about your Dolphins. And I'm like, yeah, I know. They gave it a go. And he's like, good day for my Bills, though. I was like, your Bills? He's like, yeah. I'm like, your Bills? I didn't know he was a Bills fan. That He threw a curveball at me tonight. Yeah, well, you, you probably thought at first he was pulling an Arnie and was, you know, try, trying to do some jinx stuff, but... I think for Miami, this was a very, very – they did a lot better than I expected. Shout-out to Mike McDaniel and, you know, Skylar Thompson and, you know, the, the Miami offense for making them that game close because I was like, oh, this game's going to suck. I might not even watch it. Thankfully, I did because it was a great – you know, it was a great game. Josh Allen was not very good. I mean, he, he had his touchdown passes, but he had some costly turnovers in that one. And the thing is is – He's, you know, like Rich in Chicago said, that Allen is leading the league in quarterback giveaways. I believe it's 16 interceptions now and six fumbles. So I, if I'm a Bills fan, if I was a guy like Brandon, I'd be a little worried. I, I still think Allen's a great quarterback. I, I hope he can overcome it, and I think he could. 
that's definitely something to look out for here. Uh, and it was another other thing too with this game, Brian. The the way of game calls by your Dolphins uh, were terrible. It was yeah. just I was like, what are you guys doing? They had to use their last timeout in like what was it, six minutes left in the fourth quarter, I believe, Brian. So they the Dolphins really kind of lost that game with their bad delay of game calls because if they had those timeouts, it could have been different. Yeah. I know, and that's what sucks so much about it. It's like, of all the ways to lose, for it to be mostly self-inflicted, it's like, just get the playoff, man. You know? Like, if Josh Allen throws a 50-yard bomb to Stephon Diggs and someone just gets burned, okay, I get it, you know? But it's fourth and one, you just can't get the playoff? Really? That's crazy. The one thing I will add to that, and I appreciate Emma checking in, is... You know, I, I get that, look, Cincinnati got outgained by 130 yards against Baltimore. They didn't look great. The Bills with Josh Allen's turnovers, and yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't be giddy about them, but I think both of those teams played down to the level of their competition, and they also played divisional games. They played against a divisional opponent. And so Miami knows the Bills very well. Uh, the Ravens know the Bengals very well. And so I wouldn't be completely just selling your shares of stock with both teams. Like, whoa, man, Josh Allen against Miami. I didn't like how Buffalo looked. I'm out. I'm out on this team. Or the same thing with Cincinnati. We just saw Cincinnati be a whisker away from winning a Super Bowl last season. You know, we, we know they're a quality team. They've got some injury issues. Jonah Williams, their left tackle, he went down with a knee injury against the Ravens and the backup, Jackson Carmen was like, Ole! <laughs> it's like free speed pass toward Joe Burrow if you're thinking about Pat, uh, sacking him. So yeah, you've got, you've got reasons to doubt those teams, but all I'm saying is don't go full-blown panic mode because yes, although Josh Allen is throwing interceptions and fumbling the ball and... I can understand why that worries you, but there's also a plus side as well. There's a flip side to that where the guy is, he's got a hand cannon for an arm. He's dangerous with his legs. He brings a lot to the table as far as that goes. So I just, I wouldn't be going too far with, whoa, man, I don't think the Bills or Bengals, what? What, they can't win another game? Or I, I just wouldn't go too far with it is all I would say. And I'm not saying Emmett was going down that road, but I think it's very easy to get stuck in the here and now instead of what's going to happen soon enough. Okay, feel free to check in. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. lot to get to. I want to get to the absolute worst beat. I saw a tweet about this. I can't even believe it. If you were to like doctor a tweet, this is the way you would do it. But I'll have some details on that story for you coming up. I'm Brian, though, in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Brian Noen for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in just one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So, <laughs> I can't even believe this is real. But I ran across a tweet. A friend of mine sent it to me. And it just says, the absolute worst beat ever. If you're a gambler, especially gamble on the NFL, uh, man, this is a absolute doozy. I think that, uh, you know, if you ever watch SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt and he does the bad beats and all of that, those bad beats have nothing on this one. There was a better who he wagered $43.10. He would have won just over a million dollars if this bet came through. He had five first touchdown scorers. He just did a parlay here. And so he had Christian McCaffrey scoring the first touchdown in the Niners game. That was correct. Austin Eckler in the Chargers game. Correct. Dawson Knox in the Bills game when they hosted the Dolphins. Check. That worked out. He had Jamar Chase with the Bengals. Yep. How did this get tripped up? The one remaining leg that didn't come through, Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings. And if you're watching the game, you might remember this play. Very beginning of the game, Justin Jefferson 
dives for the pylon. He touches it. It's ruled a touchdown. They review it quickly. They say, oh, no, his knee was actually down. It's a gorgeous view from the pylon cam. Just beautiful, majestic. You can see all the fans. You can see the ceiling. You see everything. And you see the ball just a whisker away from the goal line when his knee was down. They overturn it, not a touchdown. And this poor betters wager, 43 bucks to win a million doesn't come through. Was literally an inch away from it cashing. And the crazy thing is, because I know this, I go back to, I could give you gambling stories for days, but I'll go back. I just popped into my head here, and I didn't have a million bucks to win on the line at all. But I had a four-leg parlay. This is years ago. This is when Ray Rice was still playing for the Ravens. I had the Ravens beating the Texans by, I can't remember, I think it was seven and a half. And Ray Rice got stoned at the goal line. And uh, the, uh, the, the Ravens didn't end up covering. They won by seven. And that was the first leg of this parlay. And I don't know about you, but I root for my parlay to like lose at least one more leg from that point on. If it's Because it makes it worse that you were that close away. I was an inch away. And what happened was it was the same year that the Packers were 15-1. and one. I had the Giants plus the points. They ended up winning the game outright. I had the over in that game. There's some peculiar stuff. It's like a Hail Mary before halftime. It's just craziness. And that hit. And I tied it to an NBA game. I can't, I was, I want to say Suns Spurs. And I can't remember, but I was right. <laughs> like, however it shook out, I was right. As soon as the Giants both legs came through, I was like, I know this NBA bet is a lock. And sure enough, it was. I was an inch away. And that was to win maybe like a couple thousand dollars. But this poor guy, he had a million dollars on the line and was an inch away. But I tell that whole story because think about the timing of this. So he hits on Saturday with Christian McCaffrey and also Austin Eckler. And then the first game on Sunday, hey, Dawson Knox is in the end zone. We only need two more touchdowns here. So Justin Jefferson, that's the middle game on Sunday, right? The Vikings game. He's an inch away. Parlay is blown up. So when you watch Sunday night, you're hoping that Jamar Chase doesn't score first. Like, please just let it be T. Higgins. Or hell, make it a Raven. I don't care. Like, make it anybody but Jamar Chase. But just to screw with you, as gambling often does, it has to be Jamar Chase. And you think, oh my gosh, I was an inch away with Justin Jefferson getting in the end zone, and I would be a millionaire right now. That is unbelievable. Unreal. But, hey, welcome to gambling right there. All right, we've got a minute. we got to go fast. But let's welcome in uh, our girl, Andrea in Berkeley, has a, a couple of quick thoughts for us. Andrea, what's going on? Sorry I took so long with the gambling stuff, but uh, welcome in here. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm enjoying your show. How are you doing? Great, great, Andrea. Yeah, well, I'm in the Bay Area, so I guess I'm part of the Purdy Palooza. Is that what you called it? Yes, yeah, yes. I like that. Yes, it is uh, It is the concert series that is sweeping the NFL right. nation right now. That's yes. what I thought. Yeah, years ago I actually went to a Lollapalooza um, 
So, yeah, you know, this is uh, timing's everything. Uh, he's a young soul, December 27, 1999. Yeah. I think I told you he was a few months old when uh, Tom Brady started his NFL career. But, you know, you were very right about the stats. I mean, 11 wins of the 49ers in a row, 6-0 for yeah. Purdy. No, I'll give you some more stats coming up yeah. next. On, okay. uh, and I appreciate you checking in, Andrea, of course. Uh, it was a quickie. We're a fast, but uh, we'll get to Purdy Palooza here. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.